This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The three-year-old COVID patient battling for her life. And 39 pregnant women stricken with COVID in just one hospital. And the shocking video. Was mom washing the blood out of her son's jeans? He's accused of stabbing the cheerleader to death. Was mom trying to wash away the evidence? Plus, oh my God, he's choking. The hero who sprang into action to save a choking child. Would you know what to do? Then, beautiful Lake Tahoe. Can you believe it now has the worst air in the world? What happened? And naked baby lawsuit. Here's the baby, 30 years later. Why he's now suing over the iconic rock and roll album cover. Plus, the famous radio personality. Could he be the next governor of California? What his ex-fiance wants the world to know. He walked over to the drawer and he pulled out his 45 revolver. And close encounter on a boogie board. Look at that fin. It's a shark. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. An alarming number of pregnant women are being hospitalized with COVID-19. One hospital admitted 39 expectant moms just this month, and all of them were unvaccinated. This news comes as one mother is sharing heartbreaking video of her daughter in the hospital barely able to breathe. She's only three years old. Megan Alexander has details. A three-year-old girl struggles to breathe as she battles COVID. Aurora Cannon is wearing a vibrating vest that loosens secretions in the lungs. The heart-wrenching video was shot by her mom, a nurse in Tulsa, who blames her daughter's illness on unvaccinated patients she cared for at work. Maybe if they would have received a vaccine, they could have stayed home. They didn't have to get treatment in the hospital. And I wouldn't have had that exposure and I wouldn't have brought it home to my daughter. It's a lot of guilt and frustration and a lot of what if. <laughs> Aurora spent almost two weeks in the hospital. Then Monday... Relief and celebration as she was reunited with her family. The number of kids stricken with COVID is spiking across the nation. And cases in children have surged over the last month from around 38,000 at the end of July to more than 180,000 last week. Meanwhile, one hospital is reporting an alarming number of pregnant women with COVID. 39 unvaccinated pregnant women have been admitted to the University of Alabama Hospital in hard-hit Birmingham. Ten are in the ICU, and of those, seven are on ventilators. The CDC recommends pregnant women get vaccinated, but many remain hesitant. Haley Richardson was six months pregnant when she contracted COVID in July. The nurse wrote on Facebook that she decided not to get vaccinated because she thought she was protecting my sweet baby girl in my own womb. 
Haley and her unborn baby both died last week. I spoke to Haley's husband, Jordan, today. Was there any talk about wishing she'd gotten vaccinated? She wished she would have got vaccinated and, and she never, I won't say that she just come out and said it, but, but that is the feeling that I got from talking with her and um, having some hard conversations. She was not anti-vaccination, none of us were, but um, she was only concerned about the baby. Today, Johnson & Johnson reported that booster doses of their one-shot vaccine given six to eight months after that initial shot generated a nine-fold increase in antibodies. Health officials hope to offer booster shots to all eligible Americans beginning next month. Now a shocking story. A teen accused of allegedly stabbing a 13-year-old cheerleader 114 times. His mother is charged with tampering with evidence. Now the state attorney's office has released video from the case, including footage of the mother washing a pair of jeans that prosecutors say had blood on them. Does this just-released surveillance video show the final moments of teenager Tristan Bailey's life? It was taken the night the 13-year-old cheerleader was stabbed to death 114 times. The video is believed to show Tristan and the suspect, 14-year-old Aiden Fucci, taking a stroll at night in the neighborhood. An hour later, the same camera captured the suspect running back in the other direction. Fucci pleaded not guilty at his first court appearance. This video was also just released. It shows a teenager believed to be Fucci walking up to a house barefoot, holding a pair of shoes. But this is the video that's raising lots of eyebrows. It's ring security video that actually takes us inside Fuchi's house. And prosecutors say it shows his mother washing a pair of jeans. Investigators say those jeans were later found to have traces of blood. So did the washing machine. Crystal Smith has pleaded not guilty to evidence tampering after allegedly washing the jeans while Fuchi was being questioned by police. Corey Peel is a reporter for WJXT-TV. I think a lot of people do think that he did this. I think a lot of people are questioning if she knew. Um, I think a lot of people, based on what's been said in the police reports, um, think that she might be covering, covering it up. Fuji's apparent callousness is shocking. He took this Snapchat video from the back of a police car when he was brought in for questioning. We're having fun in a cop car. Yep. Tristan. What's up, guys? He also posted this photo with the caption, Hey, guys, has anybody seen Tristan lately? Aiden Fucci has pled not guilty to murder. He remains jailed without bail. His mother was released on $25,000 bond. Both of them are due back in court September 1st. A mother whose baby started choking out on the highway is thankful today that a good Samaritan stepped up to help. Stephen Fabian reports it was actually an off-duty cop trained to do exactly the right thing. It's a desperate race to save a choking baby's life. Oh my God, he's choking. And the hero turns out to be an off-duty police officer. My wife noticed, she pointed it out, that there was a, a lady on the side of the road holding her baby, crying. Officer Gilbert Troshi and his family were driving home from seeing the Ryan Reynolds comedy Free Guy at a movie theater when they came upon the woman and her infant son. I immediately... Um, started to do some back blows and back thrusts. She was able to clear some of that blockage out of there, and then I immediately went back into, um, you know, the back blows. After a couple minutes, I was starting to, you know, freak out myself, to be honest. Um, once the baby cried, I, I knew the airway was clear at that time, and it was just a huge, 
uh, relief. The baby wasn't breathing. The baby was turning blue. It seems like we were only minutes away from this baby passing away. Honestly, I don't like to think about that. I have kids myself. The San Pablo, California officer did everything just right, and the baby is doing fine. So would you know what to do in a similar emergency? The officer said he noticed the baby's cheeks right. were turning blue. Correct. He had to jump in. What do you do? He had the baby turned over, and he was performing these back slaps. So you gotta hold the baby here, cradle their uh, chin, index, thumb, wrist to the thigh, nice firm foundation, the heel of your hand in between the shoulder blades and five back slaps with good force. I know it seems aggressive. Officer Troshi is thankful he was there to spring into action. I definitely don't feel like a hero. I, I was just happy to be there at that time to help her. Officer, I'll be honest with you, that's a modest answer, but we're watching the video here and you sure seem like a hero to me. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Oh my God, he's choking. A lot of people would agree. Police Department said on Facebook that Officer Troshi's quick thinking, no doubt, did save a life. Other news today, as the airlift to evacuate Kabul continues, some of the Afghan refugees are ending up in this country. And as Jim Array reports, in a number of cities, they are finding out that the welcome mat has rolled out for them. Americans are opening their hearts and homes to refugees from Afghanistan. In San Diego, these kind-hearted volunteers are preparing an apartment for a family airlifted from the chaos in Kabul. In Dallas, this sign, Welcome to Texas, greeted a refugee family in their new home. Airbnb is pledging free housing for 20,000 Afghan refugees. As the August 31st evacuation deadline looms, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki had a suggestion for reporters who are in contact with stranded Americans. If any of you are hearing from American citizens who can't reach us, give me their contact information and we will get in contact with them. Here in El Cajon, California, concern is growing for 24 students who appear to be trapped in the war-torn country. They were in Afghanistan over summer break visiting relatives. The youngsters had booked flights back to the U.S., but their plan Plans were dashed when chaos erupted at Kabul airport. They are family. It, our family is, is overseas in crisis and we're trying to bring them home. That's how we feel. In fact, it's estimated more than 100,000 people still need to be evacuated from Afghanistan. Here at home, one of the most beautiful places in America right now is also one of the most unhealthy. Lake Tahoe is downwind of the devastating Calder fire ripping through California. And as a result, authorities are urging people to stay inside for safety reasons. It's an apocalyptic scene. The once pristine blue skies and crisp mountain air of Lake Tahoe now filled with toxic smoke from the Calder fire. The air quality is said to be the worst in the world, measuring beyond hazardous. Walking outside, it's like walking into a, a campfire. It's absolutely terrible. Time-lapse video shows the lake being engulfed by smoke, which normally in the summer would be filled with people hiking and swimming on the world-famous lake. It's horrible to see this smoke. Conditions are so bad, many residents have been forced to stay indoors. If the sun comes out, it appears as an orange glow. This guy drove through town to show how ominous everything is. The smoke also extends over state lines into Reno, Nevada, known as the biggest little city in the world. That city is now facing the worst air quality in its recorded history, enveloped in haze so thick, school has been canceled for 67,000 students. 
Inside Edition spoke with Jeff Martinez, a meteorologist for KTVN. This is the worst air quality I've ever seen. I've been here more than 20 years here in Reno, and uh, we've been uh, talking about two weeks now, every single day, hazardous air quality where you can't even uh, barely see across the street. Winds are expected to pick up today and tomorrow and blow a lot of that smoke away from Lake Tahoe, but the experts say the air quality will remain unhealthy. This is one of the most recognizable album covers ever. Now the man who was this naked baby swimming in the pool on Nirvana's Nevermind LP is coming forward, not to say that's me, but to file a lawsuit over the use of his image. It's one of the most iconic album covers in rock history. Nevermind by Nirvana and its frontman Kurt Cobain is number six on Rolling Stone's list of greatest albums of all time. The baby boy swimming underwater chasing a dollar bill on a fish hook was released in 1991. But 30 years later, that image is now embroiled in controversy. My name is Spencer Eldon. And I'm the baby on the Nirvana album cover. Spencer Eldon is now claiming his parents never signed a release, and the nude image constituted child pornography. Eldon's parents were reportedly paid $200. That was it. We spoke to one of Eldon's lawyers, Margaret Mabee. He's asking for people to respect his privacy and to respect privacy rights that were stolen from him when he was a baby. I simply ask people to have some empathy to understand what it would be like if, if that were you. Over the years, Eldon has had fun with the cover. He recreated it at age eight. In this interview from 2016, he had this to say. My dad threw me in the pool with his friend for a photo shoot and um, it became a big deal. It's definitely an interesting thing to be a part of. Our calls to the photographer, Nirvana, and their record label were not returned. This little girl was enjoying summer vacation at Myrtle Beach, and then she had a run-in with a shark, and her mom caught it on camera. An 11-year-old gets the scare of her life while boogie boarding on vacation. That's a shark fin heading right at her in shallow water in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Thankfully, Sarah Oyster spotted it and made a beeline for the beach. We spoke with Sarah and her very relieved mom, Nicole. I was just boogie boarding and um, I was already looking around me because I was scared of the jellyfish. And then all I see is a fin pop up and then I just start running. I think that's the most frightening part. The fact that you were shooting video and didn't even realize the shark was there. No, I had no idea. But I'm thankful that nothing happened and she reacted very quickly. It's reminding many of that six-year-old girl who was bumped by a shark in shallow water in Hawaii earlier this year. Now, another brave girl who knew just what to do. Get out of the water, quick. And you might not get in the water when you hear that nearly 40 species of sharks call the waters off Myrtle Beach home. Next, the famous radio personality. Could he be the next governor of California? What his ex-fiance wants the world to know. He walked over to the drawer and he pulled out his 45 revolver. Then, the Appalachian Trail kid. The kid who just hiked the entire Appalachian Trail through snow and rain, all 2,000 miles. He's only five years old. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move 
or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. He's the frontrunner in the recall race against California Governor Gavin Newsom. But Larry Elder, who found fame as a conservative radio host, may find the allegations of his ex unhelpful in his bid to become governor. We've got a nail-biter here. Larry Elder is an L.A. radio fixture. He is now the front-runner in the race to recall California Governor Gavin Newsom. Larry Elder's running away with this on the other side. The race is turning ugly. Tucker Carlson, who is backing Larry Elder, mocked an opinion piece in the L.A. Times on his show last last night. The crack investigative team at the Los Angeles Times finally broke this story. Quote, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy, read a headline in the newspaper. You've been warned. Busted! Now Larry Elder's former fiance is coming forward, claiming that Elder smoked pot constantly during their year and a half relationship. High potency marijuana. And I'm sober. You know, I, for, I was uncomfortable with that. And he, I would wake up in a cloud of marijuana smoke every morning. Alexandra Dadig also claims Elder was always calling her the B word and says she felt branded when he encouraged her to get this tattoo on her back that reads Larry's Girl. And there's also this allegation. Elder pushed her to have threesomes with other women. He expected me to keep sleeping with women who were complete strangers. And, you know, I didn't feel okay with that. You know, I think when you're in love with somebody in the beginning, you do crazy things with them. You know, after a while, you don't expect that to become part of an everyday conversation. She says the final straw came during a heated argument that she says ended with Elder pulling out a gun. He walked over to the drawer and he pulled out his 45 revolver and he, he opened the chamber and, and, and looked at, at the chamber to check if all the bullets were in the gun, closed the chamber, and then put it back in the drawer. And he wanted to make sure that this was in my plain view. Did you think that Larry Elder was going to shoot or kill you? I did. Larry Elder did not respond to our request for comment, but he has called his ex's claims, quote, salacious allegations. He also says he never brandished a gun at anyone. Still to come... The Appalachian Trail Kid. The kid who just hiked the entire Appalachian Trail through snow and rain, all 2,000 miles. He's only five years old. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
He just hiked the Appalachian Trail, and he starts kindergarten on Friday. This little guy may be the youngest adventurer to hike the entire Appalachian Trail. He's only five. What do you think? Awesome. <laughs> Harvey Sutton completed the hike with his parents, Cassie and Josh. We actually watched a YouTube video about a kid that hiked the whole thing just under six. And I'm a little competitive, so I did the math. I'm like, hey, in 2021, we could hike the trail, and Harvey would be the youngest. So we'll beat him. It was hard. We just figured it out as we went. And what a trek it was. The family started their historic journey in the snow at the beginning of the trail in Georgia back in January and completed the 2,190-mile hike to the very end in Maine. Total time, 209 days. What did you do when you got to the finish line? Raised up my hands and screamed. <laughs> so what kept such a small guy going and going and going? Harvey brought along lots of sweets to keep his energy up. What was your favorite snack to eat on the trail? Giggles. Now, this five-year-old trailblazer is ready to blaze another trail again. The first thing he said when we were finished is, oh, can we go down to Georgia and start it all over again? <laughs> Way to go, Harvey. And coming up, another amazing kid with some fancy footwork. Finally today, happy feet. This youngster has got some serious moves. He's doing a traditional folk dance called clogging. Look at him go. And yes, he won first place at the Tennessee State Fair. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.